Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Bing, bong, bing, bing, bong, bong. Hello, it's suggestible time. It certainly is. It's suggestible time, everybody. I hope everybody's geared up and they've got their own suggestibles ready because we're going to be reading out one from each of you today. So I hope you've all done your homework. Zero pressure for and the listeners. Prepared, there. as we mentioned last week, that we would be doing this. So I hope you all <laughs> wrote in. Correct. Oh, no. I, James is making fun of me because I never remember we need to record every week. And every week it's a surprise because it's a new week to me because time is a construct. Yes, it is. I mean, I, it's not really a con- It's also like a thing that happens. Like it happens regardless of whether or know, not we're measuring I it. I can't explain it to you other than I don't know how long 10 minutes is. And I've never known. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I try to know, but I don't. It's all right. You don't need to know that. But what you do need to know, Claire, is this is a yes. show where me and you, we sit down and we go, hey, we're married and you're Claire Correct. and I'm James. And we Correct. go, what are some things that we've been reading, watching or listening to this week that we can talk about perhaps? Exactly. And I've got together. Some, some fun, fun things. Well, great. Well, let's see your first fun thing. All right. Fun well, thing. we've watched this together. It's not quite finished, but I feel like I'm ready to talk about it. Okay. I want to talk about Bad Sisters. Ah, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yum, yum, yum. Sharon Horgan, one of my favorites. Yum, yum. I love her. Everything she does, I just love her. She's so charismatic. She just leaps off the screen at you and she she's does. hilarious and funny and just great. And I just really enjoyed all the other things that she's made. I really enjoyed the um, show she made with Asling B. Is it the this sisters way? one? Yeah, this, this way up. This I'm way sure up. That's the one. Yeah, I haven't finished that. that. I got to finish that. Yeah, oh, I yeah, loved it yeah, so much. It. Anyway, but this one is again sisters, but different sisters this time. Different Bad ones. Sisters. Yeah. Murderous ones. Yeah. Justifiable though, I feel. Correct, exactly. So, And it's actually created by Sharon Horgan and she's co-written it as well. But it's just, ugh, it's so good. It's with Apple TV+. Plus, Set in Dublin, it's based on the Flemish series Clan, which was created by Marlon Sarah Gozen. Mm. Um, the series was filmed in Ireland and the first two episodes premiered on the 19th of August 2022. It's, <laughs> do I know why I always say years like that? 2022. No, it's perfect. Thank you. You're perfect. Well, I annoying. I love you. Anyway, so um, other than Sharon Horgan, who plays Eva Garvey, the other sisters are played by Anne Marie Duff as Grace Williams, Eva Berthistle as Ursula Flynn, Sarah Green as Bibi Garvey, Eve Hewson as Becca Garvey, and then Brian Gleason plays Thomas Claffin. Yeah. Mm. Brian Gleason, is he related to Brendan Gleason? Ah, good question. Do you know who Brendan Gleeson is? No, I do not. Yeah, he is, and he's the brother of Domhnall Gleeson. Who is that? Why uh, he I... was he was in About Time. He's the About Time guy. They're brothers. Oh, They're brothers, Claire. Look. That's so cool. Look at them. They're brothers. I never knew. Oh, me neither. And they do. He's really great in this. So he plays a struggling. So there's sort of the family of sisters, and he plays kind of the struggling insurance man. He owns a small company, yeah. and it's passed on from his father, and his wife is pregnant, and clearly the whole thing is just going bust. Yeah. And so the whole premise is 
there's a murder at the very beginning of one of the husbands of the sisters, which is not spoiling anything because it's literally in the first minute. Yep. And then he is curious about it because he cannot afford the big insurance life insurance payout and so he spends the whole kind of dynamic is flipping back forward in time while he tries to figure out how they murdered their husband. Yeah. And and it's kind of following the plotting of the sisters to murder the husband. Though it's never, we don't know yet whether they actually did murder him or whether he died of natural causes. Who knows? But they're but it sort of seems like he definitely they did. probably murdered him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of about the relationship between the sisters but also. they did, Even if they didn't, uh, if it turns out that they haven't done a big murder, they, they would still go to jail for attempting him to murder uh, murder him other ways, which they've been doing yes, over the course of the throughout show. the whole thing. Yeah. Totally. What's really interesting too is the brother of Brian Gleeson's character is Matthew Claffin, who's played by Darren McCormack, and he's really great too. There's kind of a whole lot of chemistry going Ooh, on. There's so much chemistry. He's very sexy. There's chemistry between Ooh. one of the sisters. And he's actually Darren McCormack starring in a show with Emma Thompson. Oh, where really? He's like a, it's a bit unclear, but I think it's the dynamic is he's kind of like a gigolo. Oh, a gigolo. And she's a woman in her 50s who's um, newly single or divorced or something and he's kind of helping her explore her sexuality. Yeah. Which you could see because, you know, he's great. What do you think of the guy, uh, Klaus Bang, who yes. plays John Paul Williams? So, so he, he's the guy that gets murdered. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> and so, like, the whole thing, you're just like, just murder this guy. <laughs> like, he's terrible. Every time he enters a scene, you're like, oh, I hate this guy. He also yeah. played recent Dracula, and there was a Dracula oh. Stephen Moffat TV series, yes. uh, which we cleverly retitled, might I, might I add, uh, What If Dracula Had an iPad? <laughs> There's a moment where he's locked up in the modern day and for some reason they give him an iPad and he like, so he like gets a lawyer online to come and release him and all of this. And it's like, why would you give Dracula an iPad with internet access? You fucking idiot. Okay, it's I'm Dracula. Like, I want to show you something because this is his Wikipedia page. Does it make you like him less or more? Yeah, less. I don't like Way, him. I like, know it's I'd... this weird black and white kind of very I serious and kind of noir image. I don't know He's anything awful. about him, like in real <laughs> life, but I do not like him at all. I know. He's probably perfectly nice, I know. but I hate like, this guy. Look at his face. Look at, <laughs> look his, at face. his face. So Google him. It's C-L-A-E-S bang, B-A-N-G, which I mean, what if a it, name if as he's well. A, if he's a wonderful man. What a talent. He's Danish as well. Yeah, he is, yeah. And he's probably lovely. Who knows? Of but anyway, he, have, if, I mean, honestly. He couldn't be as bad as he is in the show. No, that would be impossible. Because no, oh, he's like a villainous in every possible way, but also they do a really good job. There's a scene where he's been preparing to go on this long hikey walk thing. Yeah. And then he does it and he is terrible. Yeah. And he's like having a tantrum like a little child and like yeah. just being super grumpy and awful to be around. And that yeah. rang so true to me. Also the way he's in his workplace, he's like smarmy and gross and like full of himself but then also not very good at his job surprisingly mm. or unsurprisingly yeah. and he's just that classic bully yeah. that he's actually not only is he acting out and ho- treating other people horribly and he's sort of evil he's also like not very capable no. actually as a human and being. he's also like he's not liked like nobody no, by anyone likes him no at and all, the way yeah. he treats his wife it's a real exploration in um I guess emotional abuse and coercive control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at which and the, he has a teenage daughter as well in this, and that breaks your heart. The way he's yeah. the weird kind of things, like he gives her a pro-life pin on her 
birthday or something. I don't know. There's just a whole lot of things that are. He's of, a terrible person. They wrote him very yeah. well, and he performs it. Very yeah, well. which is yeah. why you immediately because the whole premise that five intelligent, capable sisters would decide to murder their sister's husband. Yeah. You sort of think at the on the outset, no, that doesn't seem like no. something people would, you know, genuinely do. But once you watch it, you go, oh, yes, of yeah, course no, they I need would, to. Yeah, if I could get away with this. So apparently the secret to getting away with a big murder, and I think I saw Bill uh, talking about this, is you you can't tell anybody. So if you tell one person, like, it's a wrap. It's all done. Uh, because they'll tell somebody or they'll crack or whatever at some point. Or the other thing, and, and or you kill somebody you like that you don't know. Because it's always gen- generally, Someone not always, but know. it's somebody you know. So yeah, like you, your sister's it's husband. quite hard to get away with. Yeah, yeah. so interesting, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. the the chemistry between the sisters. Yeah, that's a great dynamic. Is yeah. a really great dynamic. The older the younger sisters and where they're all at in their lives is fascinating. And, yeah, and also there's some romance in there too, which is lovely as well. Sharon Hogan's character has a very flirty romance with a guy who is, I think he might be French. He looks very familiar and I couldn't work out what he's from. But that's a kind of lovely little fun romantic um, work fling that's kind of bubbling along. One of them has an eye patch and maybe he did it. Yeah, you get the feeling that we don't know It's implied that, like, he did. He was actually the one who did it. What do you think of the way they do the time jump where it's like film reel and they slide Yeah, that's fine, but I... I kind of don't want the jump. I kind of only like the planning of the murder more than the actual, oh, like. Than the fast forwarding Then the fast forward to finding out, like, them trying to sort of get away with it and who knows. He's French-Moroccan actor. Yeah, what is he in? Because uh, he's Asad in He was in. He looks so familiar. Call My Agent? Did you watch yes, that? Yes, that's right. Yes, because yeah. I have been watching Call My Agent and yeah, it's yeah. really excellent. Oh, there you go. Thank you. You've solved that for me. Wow. Um, and I also I actually I just used the internet. That's all I did, <laughs> which is how I solved literally everything. I what just looked this? at the internet. On oh, the internet, you say I've heard good things. God, I was <laughs> find terrible things. I as was well. recording yesterday with Mason. We do a show on Big Sound, which is our private subscription service. Cloud, I don't know if you're aware. I don't know, but it's uh, we do one called Time Crapsule where we pick a year in pop culture and we. We've pieced together all the things and interesting things and weird stuff that happens yes. from that particular year and then we compare, compare them to the other years and we find weird stuff like once there was a, a crow called Jimmy the Raven who was in like a thousand films and we're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? First of all, it's a crow but he's called Jimmy the Raven and he did a thousand films? How is that possible? <laughs> anyway, and so just researching that, that takes me about an hour or a bit to kind of go through every find everything and just without the internet, impossible like I just couldn't be done. What I'd go to the library and find a book and different <laughs> books from different eras? Impossible, Claire. Ridiculous. <laughs> the internet. Anyway, sorry. What would you have done if you were born without the internet? You would have been screwed. You I have been, no idea you what I'd do. You would have been a chimney sweep because you're little. Yeah, I'd be little. I'd be in a <laughs> chimney as we speak. You and Mason and both make very great little chimney. We would. Sweeps. We'd be a little chimney sweep. Do you? You would. And he'd have a little hat and a little scarf thing. I'd he also have a little hat. hat. I just oh, want yeah. to point you out. Would, I could really see him clicking his little heels. He'd yeah, make yeah, yeah. it look very fancy. You'd be a bit all over the place. Yeah, he'd would, have yeah. like a great little outfit. He would have a great little outfit. Yeah. I'd probably be in like white and he's like, why are you wearing white? You go to black as a chimney sweep because it's obviously going to show up. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm don't tired. Know. I'm only operating at like 40%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've also, I've got like, I've obviously got lung cancer because I spend all my time in a chimney. <laughs> and I'm a very sensitive little chappy. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I kind of want to live in that era. No, I don't. No. What are you no. talking about? Well, I'm very I glad. hate that shit. People are like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Uh, 
There was like you one just shit in a house there was outside like, your house. If you were like not <laughs> exactly, if you were not one type of person, like you were dead or on the street or whatever. It was just it was very awful. It time. was correct. Any exactly. time between now. Yeah. Now, really. I will say something that I love about this show as well, Bad Sisters. The scenery is really yeah. glorious. It I feels set in a, an ocean town. Yeah, along the coastline in Ireland. Mm. And it's just, it's lovely. It's really beautifully shot. And they do um, kind of those sort of drone images as well. Just like lots of People cool are loving drone atmos- images these days. Yeah. A lot of atmospheric kind of pubs as yeah. well. I love that. But it's also very comedic. And there's a spot where the sisters go swimming a lot in the ocean, yeah. which I really think he's great. And Sienna Miller's in it, and I feel like I haven't seen her in a while. In yes, stuff. and she's so she's good. She's never not it. worked, but. Uh, no, she, she was really, she was in that drama recently. Remember oh, that about the drama? scandal thing and whatever? Yeah, which was really, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was excellent in that. She was she actually was really excellent really in, uh, she was, as the Baroness in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Just as quality viewing. Yeah, I think so. Correct. If you haven't watched, what is that um, Sharon Miller TV show? Let me Google it with the power of the internet. That oh, my God, have. I love it. I know. Claire, can you please just get off your computer for once and just look outside <laughs> in the world, please? My goodness. Uh, anatomy of a scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. One. With Rupert Fiend. Correct. Yes, it was exactly. Rupert Fiend in that one, wasn't he? He was. Or was it Friend? Was it Friend? It says Friend yeah, on the internet. Friend. Yeah, so, yeah. Friend. Friend? Friend. I feel that's definitely it. Terrific. Anyway, Naomi Scott is in it as well it's on great. Netflix. If you haven't watched it, that's a great little thriller series. Right. But anyways, outfits are great. I feel like we're all over the show. What are we talking we about? Are. Anyway, this? Bad Sisters. So I totally recommend. It's on Apple Plus. Um, there's still episodes coming out weekly, which yep. is kind of frustrating to me. I just want to kind of binge it. But anyway, all I'm, good. Yeah, it's it's hard, isn't it? It's hard living this life where they're going <laughs> back to a regular TV model. I also don't like it. Uh, anyway, it's a dark comedy and a thriller. And if you like anything by Sharon Horgan, like the COVID show that she also made that was really excellent. Oh, the movie that we watched with James McAvoy, yes. his back boy. Yeah. Yeah, that was so good too. Yeah, anyway, good. loved it. All right. right. Back to you. What's your next recommendation? Well, this is actually something we both liked and enjoyed because Ooh. we enjoy a fantasy environment, Claire. Yes. And I'm, of course, talking about The Bear, which uh, was the <gasps> FX series which came to Disney+. Plus. You thought I was going to say that Lord of the Rings I show did. that you liked, Claire. We will, we will talk about that one week. Anyway, yes. it's uh, – oh, sorry, it's – uh, created by Christopher Storer, who's a producer, director, uh, and writer. He's worked on a bunch of the Bo Burnham specials. He worked mm. on the TV show Dickinson, Ooh. which is a show that is real and is on Apple and people like it, don't they? They do. Have you ever seen that? Uh, no, I have never seen it's it. It's always getting advertised. It's got Hayley Steinfeld. I see. All yeah. right. Anyway, it stars Jeremy Allen White, A.O. Edie Byrie, uh, Ebon Moss Barak, or is it oh. Buck Rach? Might be back right. Anyways, here's what it's about, Claire. Here's okay, what it's here about. he Get goes. Ready. A young I'm chef ready. from the world of fine dining comes home to Chicago to run his family's Italian beef sandwich shop after the suicide of his older brother who left behind debts, a dilapidated kitchen, and an unruly staff. So he was like doing high-class restaurant stuff, like putting caviar on duck eggs on top of a different type of fancy yeah, egg on or Unlike aged plums. Yeah. Very fancy kind of shit, and, yeah. and white, white, white everywhere. Yes, which can be good, that kind of food, but it can also be annoying and small portions are too this. expensive. And like, what is, what is this? Yeah. And like very technically difficult to do and yeah. has probably taken like 15 people 20 hours of their lives, but might not be that delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, Correct. yeah. Or it's just too much. Sometimes too it's fancy. amazing. And often it's like, this is a bit of wank. What are we doing? Or it's just too, it's, it's, yeah, it's more, it's more, it's a kind of, sometimes I feel like it's the difference between classic, like classical music and say like, I don't know, Billy Joel, for instance. Right. So classical music, technically you can listen to it. And some people just 
love it, are so absorbed in it, love the emotion of it. And you can have brilliant classical performers, same with opera. However, often sometimes people enjoy it a lot because they really understand the technical aspects to it. So they're enjoying it from that perspective. Whereas, say, like a Billy Joel or like your favourite neighbourhood restaurant, you might Everyone be enjoying can... that meatball sub because it's just by instinct delicious. And everybody loves Piano Man, the song. <laughs> yeah. It also tells a story. <laughs> and they love Billy Joel because that song is about how Billy Joel goes to a bar and everyone's like, we're awful, Billy Joel, but we're glad you're here, Billy Joel. Anyway, I think I just made myself sound really stupid. You are really stupid, Claire, but, <laughs> but we both are. you know what are. I'm trying to say? Yeah. Sometimes people who know a lot about music or about food will want to go to someplace like that yeah. because they don't want to be bored. They want to be wowed because they understand totally. how much time has gone into creating that thing. And I can appreciate that, but I also hate it when somebody stands over you and they explain the thing that they're handing to you. It was a pigeon. And it goes for like way too long. Over an age it's like rump. A, yeah, it's like a minute long and I'm like, just give me the food and go away. Even I kind of sometimes Give me the love food and that. go away. <laughs> yeah. But, you, but to, you're a bad example of this because you just want the food thrown at you so you can be eating the last bite while you stand up and yep. leave. Whereas I like ambiance. I could stand there, sit there for ages and stand. I love a good vibe, but I don't go to restaurants with you that I really want to go to with for a vibe because mm. it's not pleasant because no. you ruin the vibe because you're like, when are we leaving? Yeah, I get a <laughs> And I'm like, vibe. what do you mean we just got here? I've got an outfit on. I'm having a little glass. I go with a friend like Glanny, a lovely friend Glanny, yeah. who loves a vibe and nah. she could be in a vibe all day. I'm bringing a bad vibe, if anything. <laughs> You are. That's what I said. You're ruining the whole vibe. It depends you what run it is. a restaurant but if chain it's that's like, just like bad it's vibe. weird and hoity-toity and like quiet. It's not fun. It's boring. And May you, I say something? What? May I say something extra? It doesn't matter because I've been with you to restaurants where it's been lovely ambience, great, relaxed, delicious food, and you are still like, last bite. Okay, when are we going? No. Sometimes you'd be like, you're going to eat that? I'm like, I'm all right. I'm just, I'm enjoying my meal. I'm enjoying it. No, get away from me with your fork just because you finished eating and you want us to leave I'm immediately. I'm only doing that, Claire, because I like annoying you. Yeah, well, that's that's. I know thing. you're going to eat it, but I like throw it off your vibe with my bad vibes. Yeah, well, you're always just like, I can already feel your energy. You're like, all right, we've done this. Anyway, but that's okay. That's how you enjoy things. We I enjoy press things on. differently. That's right. We do. Anyways, it takes a look because he's, 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 he's doing this high class dining yes, and yeah. now he's doing, he's at a sandwich shop and it's a mess. So it's like the stress and the fun, but mostly like the dangers and the time constraints and the debt and just how, how working in this environment just eats up every aspect of your, of your waking and sleeping life. Like right. it's even like infiltrating his dreams and all he does is kind of like punch darts and cook food. That's his entire life. And uh, it also has like... You know, really funny moments, but mostly it's just stressful. <laughs> like it's a stressful show to watch. It's just like sweating over a counter and you, and he's cutting something really fast and you're like, is he going to cut one of his fingers off? But it's not really that kind of show where a person like falls into a vat of hot oil. Yeah, it's not It's no. not like that. Even though you feel like it could happen at any point. <laughs> I have to keep checking with you. Yeah. I'm like, he's not going to cut his finger off because, you know, I'm trying to watch not stressful yeah. things. Because I've, yeah. I've finished it now actually and you – Oh, our, our daughter has woken up. It's really terrific. It's, it's, eight, <laughs> it's eight episodes. Season two has been confirmed. I really like the, the way the first season wraps up. I really like the way that everybody interacts, especially like the relationship. There's a younger chef who comes and works with him, and he's obviously very experienced. And she's also not doesn't have the experience, but obviously is very, very talented, and they complement each other. But he also has this cousin. Well, the whole kitchen dynamic is great and really funny, but he's got this cousin and they're just like they're like brothers. They just like add each other the entire time. And the, the cousin guy is is really funny, and their their dynamics. And he's just he's awful 
also. Like, he's just an awful cousin. But he, he's sort of sometimes right, but he's mostly just, like, aggressive and awful uh, the entire time. But, he reminds me of some of your friends. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, he's just, there are some lines that he has that yeah. are just so funny and great. That, that yeah. moment where... Because they've got a brother-in-law who falls asleep and they're just talking about how they just want to punch him in the face even though he, like, he's asleep. Because he's just like a really lovely guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like so – he's like too nice yeah. or something. He's so – I don't even know why it's so funny. Well, they accidentally put a whole room of kids to sleep with Xanax. So yeah. I think you're going to be really in trouble. And instead the guy's like, mm, thank yeah. you. I'm, yeah. I'm happy That's with fine. this. That's all right. It's fine. But I – you know, it's interesting that you say all of that because actually what I've loved so much is the, the character that comes in as son of the sous chef that starts off as just kind of almost work experience. Work yeah, that's who I'm free. talking about, the, the younger chef who comes in. And yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I said that, Claire. Oh, sorry. I, I blanked because I heard our daughter. The <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. I, I, I'll ask. Stop trying to parent. Stay in the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, I just – anyway, I love that dynamic. I mm. think that's so brilliant yeah. and fun. And, and also the way they shoot the food yeah. is so great. It also makes me not yeah. want to work in a kitchen Oh, ever. I know. I don't think I ever have. I, so I mean, I'd like to stand out the front maybe make coffees. That's it. You've I don't want to own anything. We've talked about that for years. Yeah, I love but that. But I've – for like I've – you know, I'm, we've both known people who work in kitchens. Like I used to um, teach with a woman who like came from this world and she moved into teaching. And the story she used to say was just like – that's just the overtime and the lack of pay and the horrible bosses and all of that. It's just, it just sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, and I know it's probably obviously not all like that, but it's a very stressful environment environment and oh, life my and hours. And... Well, even the way that that head chef, when he's working in the fancy restaurant, yeah. the head chef, that all the things the head chef says to him yeah. is so awful. Just rattling off insults. Oh, so awful and just degrading. Yeah. And it's it reminded me of the environment that I've heard surgeons talk about okay. where the idea is you cut someone down to their very core and if they can hack it, then they're they deserve to be there. Yeah, that's normal. But you just basically try and break someone's human spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I just think is not conducive to teaching the best possible way. No. But then, but the high pressure stakes, it, it does feel a little like surgery in yeah. some ways. That it is. Kind of There's that prep. precision and prep. Yeah, and yeah. And like not skill and, and like the shaking yeah. hand. Oh my God. Anyway, yeah, it's really excellent. Mm. And I'm, yeah, loving it. I love it. Also, yeah. I love something where like somebody's really into a thing that I don't understand. And it's like, this is a real insight into this world. And apparently, this is a very realistic depiction of a kitchen, even down to like you'll notice when, they, when they're drinking, they drink out of plastic cups because yeah. you don't like just big plastic, plastic containers because if you're in a, a kitchen, you're moving around constantly. You're not going to have like a glass. You're not drinking from yeah, glass because it's, could... it's a danger. It's a hazard. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Even the coloured tape and yeah, the band-aids and, and the band gloves. And, and, yeah. and that guy who's really into desserts. And yeah, yeah, he just I wants to make it perfect so much. Donut, I yeah. totally – and he's sleeping there in the kitchen because yeah. he needs to get up that early to kind of prep everything. Yeah. No, it's just – it's really excellent and I couldn't reckon more. What um, streaming service is It's on Disney Plus but Disney it started Plus. on FX. I think it's now Disney Plus the world over. Well, it's – in Australia and other places it's actually on a subdivision of Disney Plus within the app called Star. Okay. Uh, which is the which is like Disney Plus but rude. Ooh. You might see a bus if you're lucky. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious me, a bus. Yeah. Anyways, a bus. I guess we should finish this later. Yes. For people listening to this, you don't have to finish it later. This will just continue. <laughs> time but we is, will. Because um, time is linear. Forward. Despite what Claire tells you, time is linear. It's a construct. It's a construct. It's all made up. <laughs> it's consumerism and capitalism. Don't try it. Don't throw that at me. <laughs> That's your jam. That's your jam. All right. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, we're back. We never back. left, Claire. We never left and, well, the listeners wouldn't know. We'll never left. We never left and we'll never die. <laughs> so you just finished recommending The Bear. Which I know. Is about a short it just little, happened, Claire. I know. We are a short little angry muscly man. It's very much uh, a narrative. I do enjoy his anger. Someone similar to you. Yes. Um, yes, I do too. I really like his, him a lot. And it's great. So is it my turn again? Yes, I think it is. Excellent. All right, James, I'm going to surprise you. Oh, God, here we go. I'm going to surprise you. I've got a little box. Are you ready? What? Yes. I don't like yes. this. I got you a little present. What? Why? Um, <laughs> I love how I'm immediately yeah. suspicious. <laughs> what? Why? What it is this? It was supposed to come for Father's Day, but it didn't come in time. Oh, okay. And this it's a recommendation. It's from a, a company called Wonderbly. Wonderbly. Wonderbly, yes. Did you see this on Instagram? Possibly. <laughs> Instagram knows me very well, for good or evil. Oh, this is great. Yeah. It's, is this a custom book? It is a custom book, and I was always quite suspicious My of these. But God. this one had really great I was going to read reviews. it out, but it's got the names of our kids in it. Yeah, so just do like, you can make some names oh up. God, and it looks like them. It looks exactly like them, I know. And you can do a little personalised message at the start of it, but it's also a hardcover. Oh, and my God. I know. <laughs> What do you think? This is amazing. It's really beautiful, isn't it? It looks just like them because yeah, you can choose the characters and the colours and their ages and also the pages. And the hair? Water. Yeah, the hair and their watercolour as well. Did they custom draw this or is this like no, a digital? No, there's, there's, it just happened to be this one in particular had particular options that were a lot like our kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the one that. Look yeah, at that. Yes, I know. Even the mannerisms. Look at this. Yeah, even like I wanted to show you the end of it as well. So mm. the blurb, so I'll read the back of it. From when we are small to when we are grown, we'll do things together, never alone. A lyrical tale of two siblings as they learn, explore and grow up together. So Wonderbly has a lot of different books. Like it's been around for a long time. It also has a lot of different languages that okay. you can order the books in. And it's custom made. So it says, I don't know, let's make up some names, Laura's big brother, Sam. But it could be anyone. I can't believe you said our actual kids' names. I know. And then, but at the end, have you seen this page? Yeah, where they're older. They're oh older. My <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, can you explain to them what you're they're saying? They're grown up and they're, like, sitting together, like, uh, with an arm around the shoulders and whatever. Oh, Claire, you're breaking my heart. What are you doing? <laughs> breaking my heart. I know. Anyway, yeah. happy Father's Day. Yeah. Thank you. That's really nice. That's really sweet. Yeah. And I thought it'd be a nice one to read with yeah. them together. Um, but yeah, it's a beautiful gift. It would be a good, great gift for kids as well. Yeah. There's lots of options. So it's Wonder W O N D E R, believe B L Y. But it's really beautiful quality too. Um, a lyrical tale of two siblings as they learn, explore, and grow up together. Yeah, I did just read that, but cool. Oh, I know. I'm just reading it to myself, Claire. <laughs> but the illustrations really, really got me. Yeah. I just kind of had thought that maybe those kind of packaged books would be quite generic. You never know when you order something like this, you know. No, you really don't. Yeah. So I was really blown away by it. Yeah. And that um, just arrived today, right? I yeah, just it just it, arrived yeah. today. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous. So that's one of these. So I would recommend that if you're looking for um a personalized book. 
Very gorgeous and quite a great gift. Oh, great. And because I'm recommending uh, some things for kids, I also thought I would quickly talk about these Chunky's paint sticks. Oh, they're delicious. They're so great. And I know this might sound funny, so tune out if you don't have kids. But I will. Painting with kids is a freaking nightmare. It is. I hate it. I it hate setting it up. I hate the cleanup. And one of the things that is the worst about it is that usually when you're doing this, it's when your kids are like two to four and they have the attention span of a goldfish. So you set it all up. And then they do it for maybe 10 minutes and then they're like, like, we're done. And suddenly they've got art smocks everywhere and water and it's smushy and messy and gross. Whereas these I got recommended to me when I went into a newsagent's and the chunkies are called sort of paint sticks that you just kind of twist up and then you can twist them back down again. They're nice and thick so they're a good size for little fingers. The lid goes back on. They last well, – these have lasted us for, I would say, yeah, a year. Amazing, yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. And they also do kind of smush like paint but without the mess. Mm. They're smooth, quick drying, and they don't smudge. And there's also a little website where you can go on and have a look. It's ooly.com is the brand, O-O-L-Y.com, and you can watch little videos of ideas that um, your kids might want to do with them. We just kind of have them out, and yeah. our daughter every so often will be like, woo, painting, and then she does it, and it's so easy and fun, and there's no cleanup, plus the quick dries so quickly. So Fun. They're called Chunkies from Uli. I've got the set of 12 and the colours Often you put out as well, you mentioned this, but like a bunch of paint and it dries weirdly and then like, uh, you know what I mean? Or it's yeah. like bad. It's like that weird watercolour kind of like yeah. the kids don't really enjoy because you've got to put it in the water no. and then the thing. And, and also then, it can be quite wasteful because you pour little pots yeah, yeah. of paint and then they don't use half of it. they don't it. use every colour. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, but they're like, they're like paint textures. I yeah, guess. they or are. Paint but, crayons. Yeah, but they're much sort of they're they're juicier in yeah, a way than crayons. They're yeah. paint. It's yeah, like and, a stick the, of and paint. they're less messy. Glue sticks, but paint. How yeah. about that? Is that better? Yes, correct. You nailed it. But they're less, you know, what are those ones that pastels? Yeah, yeah. Pastels yeah. are too small for their little fingers. Yeah. They snap and they're also a lot messier. So they're much easier I to never use. Never liked than pastels. pastels. <laughs> I've never learned how to use them, you know. I'm sure yeah. artists know how to use them in a way that's really effective. Well, I've never, never learned, so I don't like them. That's I you won't learn. all over. All right, over to you. What's your last record? My last recommendation, mm-hmm. uh, and this has probably been edited out by Collings, but uh, he's been coming in and out of the studio to get this working properly. Uh, <laughs> not a fault of the game itself, but it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Collings has been coming in and out. You mean our little son. I didn't I mean that. Didn't I say that? I know. I thought you just – it made the way you phrased it made it sound like Collings was coming in out being like, can you fix the Ninja Turtles? He doesn't even live in Australia. <laughs> and he would know amazing. how to fix it. If anything, I'd ask him how to fix the Correct. Ninja Turtles. Correct, exactly. Anyway, this is developed by Tribute Games and it's on multiple platforms. If you've got a platform of your choice, it might be a pl- uh, pl- pl- PlayStation, it might be a personal computer, it might be a Nintendo Switch. They're on all of these things. Now, Claire, I know you're a big fan of these, but it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a new game. As mentioned, developed mm-hmm. by Tribute Games, but it harkens back to the TMNT beat 'em ups of old. So yeah, I know you know this, Claire. Uh, one of the biggest properties of the '90s was the TMNT, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Or Teenage, the Teenage Mutant yes. Ninja Turtles. That's yeah. right. Uh, Heroes in a half shell. Total, Total power. power. That it also uh, was called the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles in the UK because of uh, certain laws around using the word ninja. They thought it was dangerous and kids were going to get out there and start ninja kicking each other in the head. <laughs> anyway, so what they've done, they've taken the same voice cast from the original series except for the uh, except for the guy who played Shredder who also played Uncle Phil who is dead. They are back. They've basically done a similar gameplay but updated it to modern standards. The graphics are again, they're kind of that, they're of that era but they've been updated as well for, you know, using modern flourishes. Uh, you mentioned the theme song. It's actually been sung this time by Mike Patton, 
from Faith No More, Ooh. which is an excellent get. And so it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. You go through like multiple levels. It's probably the longest game of this kind in the Ninja Turtles franchise. There's so many different like uh, levels and locations and villains and callbacks and characters that you run into. And if you're a fan of the series, you'll recognize a bunch of it. And there's also a whole lot of deep cuts as well to things from various movies. You even come up against Super Shredder Claire, mm-hmm. who uh, you might remember as the one of the key villains from the second Ninja Turtles movie. Now, has he got like a separate brain? No, movie? that's Krang. You're talking about oh, Krang, Claire. I get so confused. Yeah. So which one is Shredder? Shred is the, the ninja who's got the steel mask on. He's got the claws. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'm with you now. Yeah. Back to it. Yes, yes. So basically uh, the, the first time we played through it, my son and I, we went through it together. It's actually six player because they've got the four Ninja Turtles you can play as, including April and Casey Jones, uh, which you couldn't do in the original ones, Claire. They wouldn't often put April in as a playable character because you know how it was in the 90s, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Claire? Yes, you know, I do. Because you know. love sexism. You're always talking. You're always banging on about it. You're always like, I love sexism. I want to go back to the 90s where there was more <laughs> sexism, you said. Yes, yes, yum, yum, please, uh, please. It's very replayable <laughs> as well because I think there's a lot of hidden stuff if you are so inclined to, to, to find them and look about. Um, it's also got a really cool, like, uh, soundtrack in general. And the campaign is, it's, as mentioned, it's quite long. You'll get a fair bit of use out of it. There is a new Ninja Turtles game which repackages all the old ones in one, which I'm looking forward to getting also. But uh, my son and, and me have really enjoyed like playing through it multiple times and finding all the little things in it. It's really cool. It's a super cool game. If you like those games of that era, you will like you will 100% like this because it's better than all of those. It it's, looks cool. It's, yeah, it is. It's all of those things that you re- – it's like how you remember a game was. Does that make sense? Yes. Like yes, how you remember yes. it in your mind. It's how they've made it. Oh, yeah. Which is so good because often it's disappointing, right, when you revisit yeah. those, those kind of games. And also the Ninja Turtles I loved, not to the depth of love that you loved Huge them, fan. Claire. But I really enjoyed them and I and they're cool. They are they're cool. funny and like it's like really action-packed. It's great. I think they're great characters. Do you know about their origin, their real origin, Claire? Didn't they when they turtles and they got taken yes, over yes, by yes. sewerage or something? Yes, 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 all those things and whatever. Like no, into, like, no, Claire. Wasn't it some, or it was like it radioactive was waste. mutagen. But anyway, what oh. happened was though originally the um, they're actually a spin Hang on. on. Mutagen. Yes, yes, because they mutate. <laughs> they're um, they're a, they're a parody of Daredevil. So Daredevil oh. got toxic waste spilt on him and got Daredevil powers. Yes. And in Ninja Turtles, it's implied that that same waste dropped into the sewers and went on the Ninja Turtles. So the other thing is the Daredevil Daredevil's villains that he goes up against are a Ninja clan called the Hand, and in Ninja Turtles they're called the Foot. Daredevil's master is oh. called Stick. Their master is called Splinter. The whole basis of the Ninja Turtles is it is started as a parody of Daredevil. Oh, okay, here's my my problem. I don't think there are turtles in the sewers. Well, no, because Claire, they if you remember anything about them, <laughs> they were store bought Ninja Turtle pets. Ah, oh, and they were in the sewer. They weren't. They didn't live there. I thought they were like you know how there were rats, like you know, because Splinter's a rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was assuming that they were just like a creatures that lived in the sewers, and they'd like assumed that they, there were turtles in there. But I don't think there will be. Well, and that not. makes sense. There wouldn't be unless did they fall down into the sewer? Unless they fell into the sewer. I think oh. a, depending on the version, like a kid drops his pet turtles down there. Four turtles. That's pretty bold for a parent to buy. I would only buy one. They take a long time to live and they need a big tank as our friend Joe. They take a long time to live. (laughs) As always, Claire, you are (laughs) nailing the concept of time. As I told you, it's a construct. Anyway, as is death. Who knows? No, it's not. Death is real. Everyone dies. Yeah. Eventually. It started. But like our friends Joe and Gladdy learnt. Yeah. They have a big tank. 
They had to have a very big tank for Terrence, their turtle, that they had for a long time because he kept getting bigger and bigger. Imagine if you had four. You needed like a tank that fit your whole lounge room. Yeah, that's true. Mm, you're better to have radioactive waste and turn them into ninjas. I completely agree. This is the first image ever drawn of a ninja turtle. So again, it's, it's obviously a joke. <laughs> Eastman and Leia did it. He thought it would be funny. That's like so what's the funny. funniest creature that would be a ninja? It's so true because they're so it's slow. A turtle. And like – they're so, like, not ninja-y at all. Yeah. Now that I think about it, that's a hilarious concept. Man, those original comics, if you've ever, ever read them, just wild, really violent, really good. If you track <laughs> them down, you should And there's, like, kids' versions of them as well, yeah. obviously. Anyway, I've gone down a bit of a uh, no, Ninja Turtles rabbit hole at the moment because our son's really into it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. which I love because you love them so much too. But I get why they're so cool. There's so many layers to it, right? Yeah. And I love the origin story. I love a good origin story. I love how an idea becomes, you know, something that we just accept as being in in reality around everywhere and very famous. Mm. But at some point someone just has to be like, well, you know what would be funny? Ninja as a turtle. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it. And then it's a billion-dollar property. Billion dollar and property. both those guys made a billion dollars what? and then what? sold it to Nickelodeon. You've probably already mm. answered this, but why do you think that is? Like why this particular I have no concept? idea. I can't, I can't tell. Well, a big part of it was that it, was, um, it became a very popular cartoon. Like it was already kind of popular-ish, but it was more underground. But kids got onto it because of the cartoon, which the original creators don't even really love because it's very, it's very silly and goofy. I think it's great. Like it's, well, it's not great. You know, it's like a classic oh, kids cartoon. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the humour is perfect. It's perfectly kid, placed. Yeah, because yeah, it feels adult enough that yeah. you think you're cool as an adult watching it. You're like, well, it's not really adult yeah. humour, but it feels like slightly more like elevated mm. or something. I don't know. It also works sense? like there are different like levels of like darkness and depth depending on where you come come at it. I think it's like Star Wars in that way. Like you've got the kids stuff but you've also got the really – like the, the original Ninja Turtles comic, they defeat Shredder by – they throw like a thermite grenade at him and he explodes. Oh, my God. They like kill him in the first – That's very intense. Or he drops one, I can't remember. And in the original movie, the dark one, they uh, Splinter throws him into a garbage truck and they squash him. They like – Oh, God. I mean, he doesn't really die because it's a sequel, but whatever. But, uh, yeah. So it's but you can do that or you can do, like, the funny, silly kind of stuff. stuff. It's, like, yeah. everywhere in between. Do you think it's also that idea? I always love the idea that they're they're very childlike and it feels like there's no parents around. Yeah. Or very rarely. Sometimes Splinter is a little bit parenty, so you feel kind of safe. Mm, yeah. But you're also there just eating pizza, mucking around, telling jokes with your mates, and it feels like a – like a world that you would want to be yeah, in. Yeah, and as they're a teenagers. Kid. They're like kids as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like watching TV and like making stupid jokes and making fun of each other. And it's also that idea of that being in a team and that yeah. friendship that I think really draws you into it as well. And I also loved April, cool character. Cool Amazing character. yellow jumpsuit. Did you enjoy uh, the Megan Fox interpretation of the character in the modern? Uh, Michael Bay produced movies. There were two no. movies. No, I don't. You definitely didn't say them. No, I definitely didn't. I was thinking in my head, in my brain palace, that's fairly empty. <laughs> like I don't even. You go in there, think I, and it's just someone being like, "No, what? What? What are you looking for? It's probably this not it." Like a tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. It happens to me so really, so regularly. And then, like two weeks later, my brain will go, "Oh, that was the thing." It's like some harried woman with frizzy hair runs uh, out, like, "Oh, this is what you wanted." And I'm yeah. like, "No, it's two weeks." I late. don't need that anymore, Haley. And I go back. The, yeah. <laughs> Go lie down, Haley. Go have a lie down. Give yourself a couple of Panadol. Get a heat pack. Lie down. Lie down. That's who lives yeah. in. You've got like an encyclopedia in there. Anyway, that sounds cool. Also, on just a note before we finish, 
Have you watched the Taylor Hawkins tribute show? I have. Oh, not the whole thing. I've watched the one, the oh, clip of his son. Goodness. Yeah, I have, yeah. I know, and I know. I'm sure a lot of people are big Foo Fighter fans who listen to this podcast. Everyone likes a Foo Fighter. No, I mean the Foo Fighter. And honestly, Dave Grohl, amazing. That man has been through so much. Mm. Really, when you think, I mean, we all have, but really, lost some really, really um, important people to him. And losing Hawkins just breaks your heart. So because he was the drummer right, yeah, of the Foo yeah. Fighters, and they worked together for so long. So that tribute concert though is spectacular. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, it's just. Did his son play the whole time? No, yeah. just um, there all, goes my hero. Yeah, because that's a lot. Like it's a, he and yeah, the he's way amazing, he's sixteen, yeah. and just the the level of depth of emotion mm. that they all put into it to make that concert. And I think it was something like eighty eight thousand people were in attendance. Oh wow, really? Yeah, and it's just it was mind blowing. And yeah. if you haven't watched it, even if you're not really big into the Foo Fighters. Go and watch these clips. They're everywhere, all yeah. over the uh, social media and TikTok and everything because I was just. You must like one of the Foo Fighters songs. I love the Foo Not you. Too. I mean like somebody listening. Yeah, like times like these. When Dave Grohl sings times like these and he can't get through it, he's mm, just so yeah, devastated. Right. It just reminded me of what great art and what great music does for yeah. the artist and for the people listening to it and how you can write a song like Times Like These or There Goes My Hero and it can mean a thousand different things. Yeah. And even for an artist it can mean something very different to when the, the time that they wrote it. Mm. Oh, absolutely. You know, which yeah. I just find incredibly moving, which is why this idea that artists and musicians should only be young and that if you haven't got there or whatever when you're young, well then, you know, why are you doing it? It's so ridiculous and laughable because actually watching artists develop over a long period of time, of course, the be- the more they spend time doing it, the better their art gets. Yeah. Know? Of course. course. Yeah, it doesn't absolutely. always ring true, but so often and then you're watching masters of their craft. Anyway, I could rave about it for ages, but do yourself a favour, go have a watch. It's absolutely beautiful. Fine, I will. Cool. All right, uh, Claire, now I know you've reviewed the show. I hope you have at least uh, because you can actually do it in-app. I've forgotten. Um, Time is contract. <laughs> I will one day in the future. Uh, but you can do it in-app. the past. Some, some people do it. They oh. like to do it. Uh, this person uh, is from Zach McClay who says, gave us five stars. Thank you so much. He wrote, love Claire. Oh, thanks, go. mate. Or it might be love Claire. I don't know. <laughs> every, every other week I tend to ask myself, does Claire really hate men? After a few minutes into which podcast, oh, no. podcast Claire never fails to let me know that she hates me and every single man <laughs> around the world. I love it. Fuck minions and them kids. So there you go. <laughs> oh, and I have to say, because there's been a few little messages around floating the traps, I do hate all men. That's what I thought. <laughs> no, I really don't. I love men and I love humans and I think that's why I get so angry about it because it's not all men. At all, on any level. No, I know. And I think most people know that. It's like if you're saying, like, I hate this particular aspect, like it's yeah. not, like, directed at you specifically, unless it is. But uh, No, it's no, more. it's more just, yeah, it's the societal structures. I hate the patriarchy is probably Ooh. a more um, apt phrase um, and the power structures that exist currently. Hey, don't get me wrong. I might, I probably do hate some men. Sure. <laughs> but overall, I, I, yeah, it's not, I think humans are humans and, you know, anyway, I hope people don't take it. The yeah. wrong way. 
I hope they do or take it. do they? I hope they do take it the wrong way. Anyway, there are so many men in my life that I feel very grateful for. Name 10. Cut. No, we don't have time. Claire, <laughs> why don't you tell me if you've got a, re- uh, a review, no, a uh, letter for this week. All right, okay. I have an email which you can write into stressfulpod.gmail.com with your reviews or your mm. comments or your diatribes. No, don't send you- your reviews via email. Oh, no, don't do that. Please don't. Put them in Apple. And if you ever emailed us with all the things that you love about us, that's wonderful. But can you also put them as a review? Yeah, it really helps. Anyway, Ellie Darling has written in. a Darling, I should say. Greetings, James and Claire from Hello. Barnsley, England. Hello, Governor. Don't do that. Then okay, like that. Okay, sorry. Long it's time. like this. Hello. It's more like that. You've got to be more authentic. I'm Tom Collins or there whatever you say. Long time listener. <laughs> what? You say, who am I? Say that again. You say, who audio was it? Tom Collins. Tom Collins, yes. Famous <laughs> Spider-Man actor Tom Collins. What's his name? It's Tom Holland. Oh, see? There's my bra- empty brain palace. Like <laughs> Haley's in there flailing around me like, what was the name that they make the joke all the time? She can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> Hales, yeah. all right. Okay, back to it. Long time listener. First time writing in. Big fan of everything you folks do. Yeah. I'm glad. And now I've committed to it. I'm glad to hear everyone on the team had a relaxing break. I especially enjoyed hearing to you talk. You, oh, my God. <laughs> to you, hearing you talk about reading on holiday. Me and my now wife just returned from our honeymoon. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. I'm sorry. I should stop making fun of me. And we both did nothing but read, eat, drink, and relax on the beautiful island yes, of Kos. Ooh, nice. Sounds so good. Whilst I was away, I took the time to read some Star Wars novels from the new canon, including my recommendation show Shadow of the Sith by Adam Christopher. Oh, this is the new – I know this one. Yeah, this has got Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian on a little adventure together. Lovely. It is a great in-between call. Oh, I love that word. Mm. That bridges the gap between the original and sequel trilogy and once read, it even improves the rise of Skywalker. And that's saying a lot because that is a terrible film. I love that there are dedicated storytellers and creators who go to great lengths to improve the universe that they so clearly love. The Clone Wars went a great way to retroactively improve the prequels and I hope that the same can happen for their sequels. Mm. Have you ever read any of the new Disney Star Wars novels? If anyone is interested, alongside Shadow of the Sith, I'd recommend Light of the Jedi, Bloodline and Brotherhood. They're all great books and they are a great starting point. Thanks again for such a great podcast. Me and my wife both love listening. Ellie and Kia. I've read some of those Star Wars well, books, but I can't remember which one. Eli? Would it be Eli? E-L-I? Yeah. Could be either. Well, Ellie or Eli, thank you so much for writing in. That's right. really appreciate you. Cool. All right. Excellent. That's it for this week. If you've got a suggestible something, 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 something. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> you know what we mean? Stressful podcast. Thank you, as always, to Royal Collings for editing this week's episode. You can find all the recommendations in the show notes. We will see you back here. Thursdays. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.